Ladies, gentlemen, troops, welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast with your host, Sean Tomo Thompson. We are back in the old format of me sitting on my Todd in the shedio recording whatever comes into the top of my head. So stand by for some tangents and some random stuff. Before we do, check out Infusion CBD. Infusion CBD is the best in the UK, scientifically proven and award-winning. It helps with everything mental health-wise. Eating disorders, sleep disorders, depression, anxiety, PTSD. But it also helps with your aches and pains of your joints and bones. I use it, my brother uses it, my dad uses it. And all say it works, so boom. Check them out, Infusion CBD, and put in the promo code GRANITE15 at checkout for 15% off. You are welcome, courtesy of the Granite Zero podcast. Now, also, while you're online, go and check out the great and powerful Right Flank. Now, Right Flank is a sports apparel company, and it's fucking shit hot. It fucking is. I wear it. Other people wear it. They're veteran-owned. They're veteran-run, and they're amazing. But they also have a support group at Right Flank Support, so check them out. If you're struggling with your mental health issues, etc., etc., go and check them out, and they will sort you right out, San. Put in the promo code FLANKED15 at checkout and get 15% off. But without further ado, it's time for me to open up the shadio and get this shit on bold. Me, myself, and I, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. Check it out. Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast with myself, Tomo. I am lone wolfing today. That's what I'm doing. I'm just going to sit here for half an hour, 40 minutes, um, maybe even less. Just talking to myself. Um, back in the old format, as it were. Uh, I've got no script, got no um, reason to edit or anything like that. So I'm just going to cut about and uh, just talk about the life of Tomo at the minute. So I've got some fucking news on the horizon. I'm not going to talk about it just yet, just in case it all fucking falls apart. And, you know, knowing my luck, that will happen. Um, But I'm beginning to feel a bit more of a sense of pride about myself again. You know, I'm happy doing the things I'm doing. I'm happy in, in home life. I'm happy with the kids. I'm happy with family. I'm happy with friends, you know. Um, and things have just gone on a nice, on a, on a nice upward scale and things seem to be ramping up and, and it's just, it's nice. 
And it's nice to finally um, feel good about myself and what I'm doing. And, and I've had countless people come up to me and say, Tomo, you should be feeling good about what you're doing. You should be, you should be talking more about your time in the military is one of the questions I got told by, um, by the great and powerful Mason Jones, double champ, might I add. Um, and, and, and things like that. And, you know, you speak to the missus and she says that I talk about the military too much, if anything. Um, and it was something that I found difficult and I found that I was holding on to it too much, you know, to the point where it was no longer something that I, I, I did as a job that I was proud of doing. It was something that I was desperately holding on to so that I could have it for the rest of my life. And what I never really realized was that was always going to be the case. I was always going to have that. That's something I can always look back on with, with the pride that I have in what I did. And it's something that I can now let go and, and look into the future a bit, a bit better, a bit more wide-eyed, a bit more upbeat and happy and, and excited about it instead of thinking, oh, fuck, I've got to go to normal boring work. Oh, I've got another shift like this coming up. You know, it's something that what that was the main reason of getting me down and, and depressed was, excuse me, I've got an ice cube, was that uh, lack of self-worth, lack of self-pride. That that was killing me. That That's the, the being a be all and end all. That was it. That was killing me. It wasn't what I saw, what I did or how I dealt with things within tours of duty, um, uh, going away, uh, all those sort of things that, that wasn't the, that wasn't the main problems. It was a factor. Sure. And, and, and you guys will, will already know and already have learned about that through my, through the journey of, of the podcast. You guys know that you guys know, um, pretty much everything about me. Um, and I'm a bit of a open book now. I never used to be. Oh, no, no. I used to fucking bury that shit. That shit was buried down deep. Can't fucking have depression. Can't have anxiety. Can't have fucking PTSD. I'm a fucking man. I'm a soldier. I'm a gunner. I'm, a, I'm, I'm fucking been to a war. Can't have this. Fuck off. Only fucking steers and queers have this. Um... That wasn't me being homophobic, by the way. That was a quote from, obviously, a movie. Um, but it all seems to be fitting in place. And it is making me feel good. It is making me feel positive. It is making me want to do more and better myself more. Not just, not just mentally as well. Um, physically, I let myself go recently. I'm, I put on a lot of weight, whether it is through lockdown, which isn't a fucking good excuse. It's a fucking poor excuse. And I know that. And I know how to train. I know how to do fucking workouts. I know how to do nutrition. I've done all that. I was a PTI for fucking three or four years before joining the military. 
And then ever since I left, I've been a, a, a boot camp instructor for the past seven years. So like pretty much fucking 10, 15 years of my life, I've been doing fucking sports, science, sports and nutrition, you know, all that. I know how to do it. Hey, guess what? That's <laughs> so lazy. Um, that is my main thing, you know. I'm lazy. I know how to do it. I know how to train. But I'm lazy. And I find it easier to go and reach for a bag of crisps than uh, to chop up some fucking fruit. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, a never-ending fucking curse, a never-ending struggle. You know, at the minute, thicker than a Snickers. Fucking arms are looking good. Sure. Oh, fucking daddy tum. Ain't looking good. I've got the full-on veteran body at the minute. What's that you say? What's a veteran body? I'll tell you what it is. Very similar to a dad body, apart from my knees and ankles hurt more. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm carrying a, a full-on food baby. But that needs to come down because, as you guys know, I've put it out on all the socials. The fucking match is on. That's right, motherfuckers. Granite Zero versus... Fucking Spurs legends. Hopefully I get marked by fucking Ledley King because I'm thicker than a Snickers right now and he ain't moving me for shit. Um, Pascal Chimbonda, however, probably knocked me off the ball because he's so lightning. Um, but yeah, it's exciting times. You know, I miss, I miss football. I miss playing it. I miss playing all sports, really. You know, but football has always, obviously, always been, always been the love. Always been the love. Um, and this morning, I went for a walk with the, with the family. Went for a nice walk. We borrowed um, the missus's cousin's dog. Bruno's got a lovely little beagle. Pain in the ass on a lead, but lovely dog. And on the way back, as we were coming through, they had the uh, Sunday league matches on. Could hear the old school calls. Get in the mixer. That's it. Let them know. Let them know early. You know, all that sort of shit. And it's like, the nostalgia comes back in. It's like, oh, I fucking remember that. I remember those days. You know, I was playing men's football at the age of like 14. So I was surrounded by fucking real men. And do what men do. You know, I go out and I go out and I play a bit of football. Yeah. I go out and I put in a good fucking tackle. And it's like, fucking Tomo, well, spot on, son. Fucking spot on. You're 15 years old. You're built like a fucking pretzel. But you ain't afraid to fucking put a foot in. And that's what, that's what, that's how I remember people talking to me. They obviously didn't. But it's like, you, you, you fucking football with some real men. Um, it was great. It fucking, it was, you know, strapping on the boots, you know. Tiny shin pads, roller socks down, always small socks. Never over the knees. Um, and, you know, playing in Hereford, it wasn't the greatest fucking level of football, but decent enough. And just the smell of the changing room. Oh, the nostalgia. Me and Little Brown have been talking about it and how this game has sort of brought back a lot of memories. And, and you know, as much as I want to play football week in and week out, I know my ankles, knees and lower back aren't going to take it. Um, as As sad as that is. Um, but it's something that I'm looking forward to. And hopefully with the help from the podcast, help from uh, sponsors and, and, and what have you, we'll be able to get a decent amount of money raised for Rock to Recovery, which I've got a little bit of... Uh, when I was over at the um, 
inner armor coaching course, you know, I had a bloke come over to me and put his arm around me. He's like, Tom, I, I love the fact that the Air Force is helping out a military, a sorry, a Marine charity. And I was like, I thought Rock to Recovery held every fucking cat badge. But it's like interlinked with the fucking Royal Marines charity, isn't it? Dickhead. Never mind. It all goes to a good cause, you know, and they help out a lot of serving men and women with many, many issues. And that's why I wanted to choose them. And the fact that they're not a charity, um, that also is a big thing, big factor. And I'm looking forward to that. I am. Um, getting the banners out, oh, getting the kit ready, just everything. I'm loving everything. Designing the fucking Team Crest, getting the kit sorted. Oh, I'm fucking loving it because it's my, it's, I'm in control. It's my fucking team. It's my fucking designs. It's everything. And I love it. But, yeah, that's another thing that's sort of brought back the old fucking positivity. And I've had a lot of people say to me, how are you staying so positive in, the, in, the, in these times at the minute? You know, still on a very, very strange sort of ruling, strange lockdown situation with this new three-tier system, which is weird. Um, with, the whole thing is weird, but, you know, a lot of people that do suffer with uh, depression, anxiety, especially during periods of lockdown, they need that social interaction. They need that, that little bit of kindness, that little bit of friendship, that little bit of support to help them through these, especially these times, you know, I've mentioned it before in the first lockdown, you know, it's strange because we are at our most disconnected, but also at the at our most connected. And you're going to say, Tomo, that makes fucking no sense. I'll tell you for why. Most disconnected because we cannot pop around to friends and family now. We're back to that fucking rule of six or whatever the fuck. Um, so we're disconnected that way. We can't go around and have social interaction face to face, which is very key and very pertinent to people with mental health issues such as depression yes 100 percent. however we are at our most connected because of things like zoom skype instagram facebook fucking whatever the fuck all the other bits and bobs that you can do on social media now skype facetime iMessage, whatsapp all those right you can connect to your friends and families Snap of a finger, click of a button. I could do it right now. Could do it right now. Um, and that's what we need to remember. That's one thing that we need to keep at the forefront of our minds when we're doing this, right? Sometimes it's not about going face-to-face -face and meeting someone. Yes, that is fucking benchmark top option. That's the option that we want. We can't always do that. And we know that. Send a text. How's it going? No answer, maybe. Might be busy. Might not be. Might just want to ignore you. Give them a little phone call a bit later on. Don't do it straight away, because that could cause a lot of issues. We don't want that. A little bit later on, give them a little phone call. Sorry, um, you, you didn't answer the text. Just checking in, make sure you're all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry, I'm all right. Yeah, 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 no problem. Boom. Automatically. A bit of rapport, a bit of fucking morale. You're talking to each other. It's beautiful. It's lovely golden um get 
get amongst that, you know, quick FaceTime. I did it the other week. Literally, I FaceTime um, the big ginger bastard, Nick Anderson. We, we must have spent a good hour just chatting on, on FaceTime. Fucking took all my phone data. Sure. But it was good. It was well needed. We we fucking miss each other, you know. Best, best mates since fucking 2008. Yeah. Fucking... I did three tours of Tui. Tui, he did three. Um, we had one in between where we weren't on the same. So, um, but still, best mates, best men at each other's weddings, you know. And it was just nice to get that connection. He lives in fucking Cornwall, I believe. Devon, Devonshire, Cornwall, whatever. That's where he's fucking cutting about. I'm cutting about in fucking Kent. Couldn't be opposite. It's difficult, you know, but we're making plans to make sure we see each other. And, and it's good. It's golden. It's fucking what, what, what you need. Especially in these times where you can't just pop around the corner, knock on the door and say, can I come in for a brew? Fucking ruler six. Fucking ruler six, you fucking mug. Um, but yeah, don't get me started on, on the old fucking pandemic bollocks i'm still not still not sold on it you know i'm i'm sold on it in in as i know it's real because mates have had it right and i know it's highly contagious sure guess what so is the cold so is the flu all strains of the fucking corona yeah um i'm no scientist i'm no doctor I wish I was, because that'd be fucking awesome. But thick as shit, so aren't a fucking doctor. <laughs> Isn't a doctor. Definitely not a doctor. Can't even speak England very well. Um, but, yeah. I, I honestly think there's a lot of scaremongering, and I also think there's a lot of blowing shit out of proportion. You know what I mean? But then there's also a lot of dickheads that don't listen to the rules and don't abide by the rules and think they know better than the government. They think they know better than the doctors. They think they know better. There's always that fucking Johnny dickhead that does that or Karen down the fucking road. You know what I mean? And uh, they're the people that are making it harder for everybody else. And this is where it's going to go full circle now. So you've got dickheads that are doing that. They're breaking the rules, going to see family, spreading the virus. Sure, because they know better than Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. They know better than that person because Karen's got Facebook and Johnny Dickhead's got fucking Twitter. I don't know what just happened there, but my lights just went out. Um, but yeah, they, they've got all that. And um, give me two seconds. I think uh, I think Zero Alpha has just turned my uh, power off. Well, 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 well. I didn't do anything, thank you very much. Definitely did. You pulled the plug out. <coughs> Where was I? On a rant about Karen. Um but yeah, they're the ones doing excessive socialising, not wearing masks and things like that. If you're told to do it, just do it. 
I don't want to have Christmas. I don't want to have a shit Christmas. I want to have a good Christmas. You know what I mean? As, as does everybody. We've had a shit year, let's face it. In some aspects, in some aspects, being pretty golden, but that's between me and me at the minute. Um, <clears throat> we need a decent Christmas. I think the whole country, the whole country, the whole world needs a good Christmas. Um, just so that we can start 2021 with a fucking, with the best, best intentions. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's been a tricky one. It's been a tricky one. But yeah, back back to Tomo. Back to me. Back to me. My podcast, my show, my, my journey, my journal, my fucking life. My life within uh, the confounds of the Shedio. So, as you guys know, Tomo has made a documentary, a documentary about um, myself um, and moving from military life into the podcast world. It's about 40 minutes at a minute. We need to trim it down, chew some fat off, trim some fat off even, uh, make it a bit more. Only thing that I ever really edit is this. So um, a bit of editing on it, make it look fucking shiny. Ship shape and shiny and sexy. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's on it's the content I've got on there, I think is pretty good. I'm gonna get some other people to look at it, give me a bit of fucking gen on it. But I think it's golden personally. Um, because I would because bias cause my story. But on top of that, as well, we are also writing Granite Zero. The story of Sean Tomo Thompson. So that takes you from the beginning. Little Tomo in Hereford growing up, being a little rascal, joining the gym, being more of a rascal, having fights, joining the military, going on tour, getting married, going on tour, you know, or going on tour, fucking coming home, getting married, having a kid, going on tour again, you know, coming out, unable to settle. Ah! Depressed, anxiety, PTSD. Treat yourself. Granite Zero. Book finished. Fantastic. But obviously it's a bit better than that. That was just a taster for you. <laughs> but I have been, uh, I started it. Um, started writing it uh, just before I went up to Hereford this week. Uh, went up on the train, wrote a bit more. On the way home, wrote a bit more. Um, we were going to do an episode, me and Little Brown. Didn't really get round to it because uh, your man here did too much on Wednesday night. When I say too much, I mean literally a whole bottle of whiskey to my lonesome. Um, smuggling a couple of cigars with Darren, drinking whiskey, having some man chats. You know, we could have just recorded there, but it would have been so incoherent and shit um there were some gems coming out of it sure because i was talking but yeah the majority wouldn't have been able to air you know it wasn't very good uh i was very very drunk he was very very drunk there was a few tears sure you know that's what happens when you drink um but come fast forward to thursday man down mate 
all fucking day until about half three, four. I was a fucking... I was shit state. <laughs> I've never, I haven't been shit state like that for for a wee while. Um, I was in absolute turbo clip, monster hangover syndrome. You know, to the point where uh, my mum's um, partner made me breakfast, took one, <laughs> took one bite of his sausage, and it wasn't for me. Um, yeah, had a had a nibble on a sausage, wasn't sitting well. Went and monged out on the on the bed a bit more. Puked up a couple of times, you know, just to get that unauthorized beverageini out of my system. Um, but May, I was in turbo clip. Um, your mum came home from work, saw me like I was unable to move. I was like, if I move, I'm puke. I had an energy drink, one of those rain ones. Um, fucking orange juice and a coffee sat on the table. And I was like, I want to drink one. But I know if I drink, I'm just going to be like. Hoo. Um. Then my mum came home, gave me a blanket, told me she was going to give me no sympathy, but she did. She gave me a blanket. Let me snuggle in on the sofa. I had a fucking good couple of hours, Kip, snoring away. Um, and then I got to meet up with uh, my best mate from from when I worked in the gym, um, Harry the Kid Fowler, for a orange and lemonade, maybe a pint. But yeah, went went into um, went into the Rose and Crown in Hereford. Had a had a had a beverage. Um, and I had a fucking nice long catch up. It was, fu- you know, when you go down memory lane with with old mates, and you're like, "This was amazing." You know, when we worked there, it was amazing. Loved it. It's just fucking. It really was just an amazing trip. Um, and literally, just myself. You know, when you get to that point where it's like, I need to have a little bit of time on my own without uh, wife and kids. Excuse me. Just to recharge. You know, sometimes you need that. Um, even though it goes down like a shit sandwich, um, missus doesn't want you to go. Kids are jealous because they're not coming. You know, those sort of things. But it was it was needed. Um, I feel a bit more, a bit more alive, a bit more Tomo, a bit more, yeah. And I got, I got a lot of shit done, you know, in regards to um, Granite Zero um, book and Whiskey and Wrong Decisions, um, the documentary, you know, that they all seem to be coming, coming aligned and, and, and at a good point, Um Got a photographer coming in in the week to take some fucking little snaps. I might get him in here, sit in the new chair, have a chat. Um, that'd be good. It'd be all good, mate. It's all good. Everything's good. Everything's positive. Um, and uh, another little reference for you. Pills are starting to come down, so I'm starting to level myself out on my own. Winning. Oh, as much as that went down like a shit sandwich as well. You know, we. What are you doing on your own? Man? 
Um, sometimes you've got to make a decision. Um, but that's that's one of the reasons why I'm drinking the old orange juice and lemonade now. Um, because I decided not to drink as much. If anything, you know, hangovers are horrible, man. You know, as, as awesome as it feels when you're getting drunk and you feel silly and you're giggling and laughing, sometimes you get emotional. Oh, yeah. How shit do you feel the next morning? You know, if there was no such thing as a hangover, it would be fucking brilliant. Um, and you can see why so many people get uh, like alcoholics and what have you when they, because it's addictive to get that high of, of, of the silliness and being drunk and, and it, it makes you feel good for that fucking moment. And you're like, how bad is their hangover at the end of it? You know, when they like go teetotal at the end and they need to like sort their lives out. Oh. That must be one one hell on the hangover. Is that is that why they, you know, go like slowly off the off the source? Because of the hangover at the end. Because I have a, a big heavy night and I'm I'm a write-off for like two days. Like a write-off, like don't talk to me, sort of sort of thing. It's rats, isn't it? It's rats. I've got, oh, I've got so much stuff I want to talk to you guys about, but I'm not allowed to yet. Oh so much stuff. But yeah, this was literally just a quick one. Just to uh, get a bit of content out of there um, to talk to people. Got a nice new phone, and I. What I did was I put onto my um, onto my socials. If anyone's got any questions, queries, topics, and whatnot, um, to obviously hit them, hit them to me, and then we can um, answer if there is any. I'm going to go with. Zero questions, all right? Because sometimes I think that I'm uh, more popular than I am. <laughs> Here's me, I'm like, I'm the next fucking Joe Rogan, motherfuckers. I am so popular. I've got like a good 30 people viewing these motherfuckers and not one person has put a question. Rude, if anything, rude. But what I want to quickly do while I'm um, still yabbiting on, um, I'm going to throw a couple of shout outs to some some companies that I'm, I'm really respecting at the minute uh, uh, with the things that they're doing, with the things um, that they give back, should we say. One of which, obviously, I talked about it with Mason. Um, I talk about them every week, and that is... Infusion CBD. Now, this isn't an ad because they're not paying. They're not paying me for it, um, but it's just something that I want to talk about because I'm. I love CBD oil. Um, I happen to use the muscle balm, so I rub it in on my ankles and knees, my back. I used it on the missus back the other day when she was at work and and was on her feet for fucking hours on end. You know, it fucking works. It really works, and and I use the oil uh, for a, for a long period as well. Um, scientifically proven to help with different mental health issues, 
um, such as, you know, depression, anxiety, PTSD, the, the, main, the big three, you might want to call them. The ones that I, I happen to have. That's why I'm going to call them big three. I'm not saying any other is different and, and, and less worse. Um, but yeah, that's, that is a huge, huge thing for it. And it, fuck it, it really helps, honestly. Scientifically proven to help. And Infusion are, are, are an awesome company. They give so much back. Um, they help me out. They send me out a few bits and bobs every now and then just to see if I like it, taste it, if it's good, if it works for me, that sort of thing. Obviously, the other ones, other company I wish to talk about right now is Right Flank. Now, I had Steve on before on the show. And he's got his um, his own podcast out now called Veterans Opinion. Um, he's a fucking top bloke. You know, he went off on, um, he had a huge downward spiral and got his, got himself out of it. And I'm, I'm fucking super proud of him for it. And I'm even more proud of how he talks about it so openly. Um, he did the thing on the lad Bible, uh, two episodes of that came on, came on the Granite Zero podcast, opened himself up a bit more. Um, and then through his company with right flank, and the right flank support group, you know, just helping people is there's not enough people doing doing enough, you know. And what pisses me off most is people tend to do do it when it's trendy to do it. When it's mental health awareness day, month, year, whatever when it's suicide prevention day. It's not a day, is it? It's every fucking day. Um, and it's like, oh, it could be anything. It could even be the Black Lives Movement, for example, that as well. Um, they're fads at the end of the day. And people will do it because it gets them their little fucking boost ego boost on their uh on their social medias it makes them have their little fucking positive endorphin fucking click oh i got a double tap look i got another one um and I, i've spoke about it on the show and it is a double-ended fucking sword social media one it's really good to get messages out there but the majority of those messages get stopped by people that are sending the same message but not really doing anything about it. They'd rather post their fucking super fucking quote and then have a picture of their fucking ass and people aren't reading the quote, they're not reading the hashtag, they're looking at your ass. And then you got another fucking, on the other hand, you got matey boy who's giving his all for example, like a company charity like Tidy Butt, uh, a Welsh, a Welsh uh, company that uh, sponsors or or has ambassadors such as Jack Shaw, Mason Jones, um, some of the top Welsh fighters, among among others. Obviously, he has a fucking he has a fantastic charity, and he gives so much back. But you look at his charity; he's doing so much, and then you got. Slutty McSlutface with a fucking ass hanging out. She's getting over fucking 5,000 likes for her ass. It's a good ass. F 
fair play. Tidy Butt's got shitloads of content about helping people with mental health and has like 45 likes, but the content is better, more substantial, can help actual people. But then you find Slutty McSlutson, who's getting all the likes, is actually depressed herself because she's trying to get that goal of the perfect physique, the perfect body, and ends up having something like body dysmorphia, can't quite make it perfect, has an ass that's fucking popping and, and that, and has to get those fucking positive endorphins from the likes to help with her own fucking mental sanity. It's mental. It's mental. It is. Um, like the amount of people that will sit there and just keep scrolling through the same fucking feed over and over and over and over again. And you've been sat there for fucking five minutes and you're like, oh, I just need to check my Instagram again. I do it. And it's, it's not healthy. It's not. Um, that was a fucking tangent. But uh, a worthy tangent to go on. Um, because the, the thirsty people on, on Instagram that get all these fucking... At the end of the day, it, could, it can be their job. It could be their job at the end of the day to become a thirsty Instagram model that has a, a nutritionist and a trainer but everybody thinks that they're doing it themselves the right way, but they're probably not. Um, good, good on you. You're getting paid at the end of the day. I don't get paid for this. I'm giving you out free content that I've started. It'll be two years in March. It's free for you guys, sure. Um, but sometimes you've got to think about the content that you're looking at compared to what the actual message message is. Like, you could have a deep and meaningful Instagram message that really hits the point, hits the nail on the head. And then you have a stupid picture. If it's, for Instagram, for example, you have a stupid picture. Like, look at me, look at me. And then you have a rainbow is about a bunch of colors that are made between the darkness and the light which is actually a really good fucking quote. Sure. Um, but nothing you just said is to do with the fucking picture. It's everything to do with your cleavage. Uh, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Ridiculous. You know, just put, what do you think of my tips? I rant about this far too much. I'm not far too much. All right. One last check. As he was talking about social media. Let's see if any questions have come my way. Have they fuck? Have they fuck? Yeah, no questions, mate. No questions. No fan questions today because I've got no fans. <laughs> I got one listener. Yay! And he's at work. Nah. Um, but all said and done, at the end of the day, do you know what I mean? 
nah. Um, but yeah, just those of you that are listening, just go careful with your with your social media. Don't get addicted to it too much. Those of you that are females that listen, don't look at those Instagram models and think that's the perfect body. Isn't good lighting, good filters, brilliant quote. Um, yeah, on their snap stories and that, they're like, oh, look at my obliques. Look at all this. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, you've still got a filter on it. <laughs> Just do it properly. Just do it normal. Don't need a fucking filter. Oh, God. You can get like plastic surgery now to make yourself look like a Snapchat filter. That might be bro science, but that isn't the strangest thing you've heard all day. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to wrap this up now. Um, it's been a strange talk, but I think it's been a, a pretty decent one. Not a problem. Don't mind sitting here talking to myself. Um, doesn't feel strange to me, but yeah, quick shout out to obviously infusion CBD. You are fucking fantastic. I love you. Uh, right flank, your kits quality and your support support group is brilliant. At the minute I'm wearing the red coat apparel. They're fucking alley as well. Same with the hat, my favorite hat. Um, check them out. And yeah, um, fantastic. Super episode with a bit of a pause in the middle, but who gives a flying fuck? I've been Tomo. This has been the Grand Zero Podcast, and I'm out. <laughs>